Welcome to Be Simply. This is Sheen. I want to thank you for connecting to your roots today and the alchemy of food. Today we're going to cover the summer transition from spring to summer, celebrate the foods that are coming up available and have been around us all spring, and how we can help assist our body move through uh, these different phases of our seasons. We're today, as I'm recording this segment, on the new moon that's actually leading us into that summer season, even though we have the equinox coming up where people historically celebrate moving into that summer season. However, the moon cycles are actually what propel us into these seasons. So this is a great time to take a little pause for self and do some cleansing. Uh, in between each season, it's a, a beautiful time to do that. Sometimes that's not possible to do it right then. So you could do it at any time that you like. It's an opportunity to allow the body to rest, to simplify what you're putting in so it can detoxify. And then during that time, typically what happens is you start to have awareness of things that work for your physical, physical system and things that don't. Oftentimes, I know for myself, uh, the things that we love sometimes aren't as sattvic, as we say, as pleasing to the system. So we have to indulge in those in moderation. And bit by bit, if we make lifestyle changes, it's a lot easier to eat a clean diet. And then, you know, when we do maybe go out on a limb and have things that aren't as harmonizing to our physical body, uh, we can rebound a lot quicker from that. Uh, and we'll get a feedback loop as to how uh, much that's taken us out of our harmony or our balance. And, you know, it's really important, I'd like to stress, that for every being, it's a little different with the things we need, uh, the nutrients we need to put in, what's pleasing to one is not to another. And that's why I really encourage you to listen to your physical body, your mental, emotional, and spiritual body to really sense what you need. And that's why in Ayurvedic and Chinese medicine, those systems are thousands and thousands of years old. They show us, you know, that we are to eat with the seasons. And if it makes sense, you look out at Mother Nature and she's providing different nutrients different times of year. And as I've mentioned in other segments, yeah, sure, we can get strawberries year-round in many parts of the world. However, really we're in berry season now, uh, late spring into summer. And that's the time uh, nature intended us to enjoy these nutrients. In addition, if you think about the quantity quantity in which these things are grown in nature, if you ever harvested, for example, berries like raspberries or blueberries, uh, it's very precarious, especially with a raspberry vine that's prickly. In addition, uh, you don't get a lot from your harvest, so even from a blueberry plant. So you start to have a reverence that, oh, nature only gives us a little bit of this yummy, yummy nutrient, therefore mirroring to us that, hey, maybe you don't need that much. So really think about that proportionally when you bring that taste and those flavors in that while they're really um, yummy, you don't have to overindulge in them. In addition, that leaves more for others. If you notice in your supermarket, uh, most uh, organic berries aren't as plentiful as the ones that are maybe genetically modified or treated with chemicals for growth. So that conventional, more large industrial farming 
uh, isn't as advantageous for you to consume uh, because a those vegetables and fruits are soaking up those chemicals that are in the soil and then you're ingesting them. So you know there have been many situations where people could you know ingest a lot of foods that are not as clean and they can develop different disharmonies in the body that can actually be quite detrimental to their entire system and take a long time to re recover from. So it doesn't mean that you have to bring paranoia <laughs> to your eating. It's just do your best. Do your best to eat as clean as possible. And bit by bit, our consumer market, especially here in North America and different parts of the world, are mandating, you know, the consumers saying, I want clean food. So you'll start to see that more and more. And then eventually, maybe there will be a small area for conventional and rest of the market will be organic and there won't be as much price difference. In addition, if you think about that price difference, you know, you're you're being proactive as far as your well-being, uh, meaning that maybe you'd have to spend all that money on something for your health uh, reactively versus proactively. So it's a choice and again, do the best you can. And I really recommend not bringing in phobias about it just to be aware and to encourage you to educate yourself. So what I'd like us to do is to just sit back for a moment and think about how you are relating to food currently in this moment. This is going to change from season to season. It's, it's uh, depending on what's going on in your life. Uh, notice, you know, uh, are you happy with how you feel energetically? Are you happy with how you are physically um, moving through life? And do you feel just like well all around? This We're not worried as much about your exact, you know, physical makeup right now. Just that does the body feel well? Does the mind feel well? Does Do the heart feel well on a spiritual level are are you feeding that also because what we feed ourselves is not just the physical food but it's all these elements that impact the body and can actually store energy in our bodies so to evaluate that as we act also dive into the food the yummy part the stuff that we physically nourish ourselves with and by noticing sometimes you know we're putting things in our body that are creating inflammation internal swelling, uh, not necessarily weight. And so that's why the cleanses are really helpful because it strips everything back so you can kind of get a baseline. Oh, gosh, my, really, my abdomen really went down during that cleanse. Uh, maybe these are the key things I have eliminated. Maybe you reintroduce those into your diet one by one so you can see where the inflammation occurs. Oftentimes you can also notice this after a meal. Uh, oh, wow, I feel really full. There's that internal inflammation or puffiness to the body. Again, it's not necessarily physical weight gain. It's inflammation that uh, creates the body to be heavier. You might actually physically weigh more, but that's that inflammation. So to bring that down. So that's that's one of the reasons the cleanse are so important seasonally because it clears it and also creates a nice threshold to enter into a new season of eating. So if we dive into the food aspect of what's available in the marketplace, you know, summer and spring, there's all these yummy crops, fresh crops, and temperatures are tending to rise depending where you live here on planet Earth. And if you're in the northern hemisphere, you're, you're participating in spring and summer. If you're in the southern hemisphere, you're participating 
fall to winter. So your crops are going to be different, but the principles still apply. So everything I'm saying is for summer season. You can file it away if you're about to enter into your winter for your summer and vice versa. So as we enter into uh, summer in regard to the elements that we're connecting to, one is fire, and this is noted both in Ayurvedic and Chinese medicine. In addition, we're connecting to, in Ayurveda, the water element. And that extra heat, we're going to see it externally and internally. So oftentimes people go to really cold foods, and I just want to encourage you to go to uh, room temperature foods, try not to cook as much with the oven or do as depending on the heat and what your climate system is in your home. Try to decide when you're going to cook if you're going to use the oven and the stoves to keep that heat down in the physical home too to keep the body comfortable. The nice thing is you could do a lot of cooking late in the evening and use that at room temperature the next day or put that in the fridge and then bring it out to room temperature. Remember your body's warm inside so the closer you can eat to room temperature the better for the digestive fire. In addition to be noted in summer it's a really important time because there's a lot more heat. Um, sometimes people feel a little lethargic but you don't want to skip eating in the summer because you're you want to capitalize on this heat, the fire, the agni that can really help move the energy in your entire body. So you can do that with room temperature juicing. You can just do some room temperature vegetables, uh, fruits. In Ayurveda, they really want you cooking everything, but you can really listen to your system to see how well it does. Uh, ideally, if you put some of that warmer food and then put the, the roughage or the salads on top, that helps push... Um, the food through the system helps absorption. In addition, it helps your stomach handle some of that cooler food as it's mix as far as mixing it into the system. Uh, if you're inclined, naturally run a lot hotter. You want to look for what more watery foods at this time of year to cool the system versus ice and ice creams. And it's fun to have those. And what I recommend if you do want to have a cold treat. Just follow it up by some room temperature fluids, not super hot, but just to help bring the digestive system back to its natural state. That cold temperature creates constriction and actually stops your nutrient absorption and um, slows down your digestion. So those are things to think about, uh, again, as you move into summer and to feel into it. The color for this time of year is red. We're dealing with the heart energy. We've moved from liver, so cleansing in the, the springtime helps move anger and stagnation in the liver, which is detoxifying our system. Now we're going to move into the heart organ of our system and, and the intestines. Both are really important. The small intestines helps with transformation of our food so we can grab the nutrients and, and separate out the waste. And our heart is pumping all this blood, oxygen through our system. And this organ is the king organ of our body, That meaning that other organs will actually sacrifice themselves so your, your blood can keep pumping through your body. So it's really important if you do have any heart conditions to really address them. In addition, you might have other parts of your body that are compromised because that vascular system has been compromised. 
So a simple way to stay healthy during this time of year is to really great get movement. Not necessarily because we're in that yang time overheating the body, but if you are wanting to sweat and move those toxins through the body, do that on cooler times of the day. In addition, yin, yoga, meditation is great this time, that, that complementary to the yang. Remember, balancing means we bring in the opposites together so they can dance together, they can come to union together. So once you start to align with what's going to work uh, for you in, in that movement area, that will start to set the tone and the stage for your appetite. So depending how many... Uh, how much energy we're putting out determines how much fuel we need to put into the body. The more uh, natural foods we eat, the more variety we're going to have, the larger quantity we're going to have. And I say that meaning that you can have a big salad with just a little bit of dressing or none at all versus if you had, you know, a hot sandwich and, you know, a side salad, that that's going to be a very different energetic intake. If you're a person that likes to eat frequently, then think about bringing in more of those uh, fresh vegetables, sautéed vegetables, slightly steamed grains. Uh, those things will help fill you up and sustain you a little bit differently than going for those high caloric intake foods that sometimes are more refined flours and sugars, which are really inflammatories to the entire system. So brings us back to the system swelling and tax the physical heart and the artery system. So the fun part is that in the summer we have all these great things that we can go and see at the markets. We can go and check out the food that's grown and this could give us a, a really an indicator of what's available at our local farmers markets. But you're gonna see a bunch of tomatoes, basils, cucumbers, you're going to see squashes, you're going to see different varieties of lettuce, beans uh, come in, you'll get corns, you're going to get berries, uh, you're going to get all this variety of food, lots of colors. So bring that all in and, and the beautiful part, the simple part that you can do is uh, just go to the farmer's market, grab the stuff that feels fun and exciting and bring it home and just start chopping. Uh, and then say, okay, you know, to help my digestion, it's good if I eat some of this food uh, warm. If you're overheated and warm, then a salad's going to work just fine. Uh, you can bring those in with some seeds and mix it all together. Uh, have fun flavoring it. You want to stay away from spicier foods during this time of year. Again, that elevates, overheats the system. If you tend to be, for whatever reason, running cold, say you've moved from a really hot climate to a cooler climate, you might be cold this summer. So then you want to increase your heat so the body temperature gets to uh, level out. So before we dive into some other fun food ideas, the other aspect of nourishing our heart is connecting one to our emotional center that basically gives us indicators of what's going on in the system, not only on an emotional level, but a mental level, a physical level. It notifies us of what's going on externally around us. And depending on the degree of extreme nature of that uh, emotional indicator, that also points us back to something that's going on in the physical body. And in, in addition, if it is more 
elevated, suggesting that you're ready for some transformation at the root of whatever's igniting that emotion. Oftentimes, we'll want to project outward to the world around us, meaning pointing fingers at others as if they're responsible. However, we are actually responsible for ourselves. So when we look at our internal being and our emotional indicators, this helps us understand what we need to address. Sometimes we might have excessive anger and that anger then suggests to us, hey, um, there's some things I need to address. In addition, it can uh, suggest you have too much heat in the the belly, too much digestive fire. In addition, there's too much heat, uh, wood energy in your liver. So then we can start nourishing those through food and not get too trapped in our head trying to figure that out. We can start bringing balance by n- nourishing our physical system. And then guess what happens? We start to liberate it uh, in a much more indirect manner and it's not so arduous. Uh, sometimes when we surrender to the healing process or the transformation process, it can happen by itself with a little bit of support versus over analysis paralysis. So what I'd like to do on that emotional impact is the heart, uh, when we connect to that heart, the heart can have a lot of different emotions coming through and if we bring it into harmony, ideally, that emotional GPS is at, at a still point and then we notice when the little check engine lights go off but we don't overreact. In addition, if we're in harmony there, it's much easier to have love, compassion, and equanimity for people, not in a way that is enabling or codependent. It's actually uh, really interdependent. It flows. Uh, it's not over um, inserting yourself into everyone's business, it just means that you're able to more observe the world around you and see where you can assist and help yourself and others as inspired. So we're going to listen to a little segment here that will give you a time to just be with yourself. You can use the sound to just wash over you and just bring yourself to this present moment. As you listen to this, this is a mantra called Om Tara. Tara is a deity that's known in Vedic traditions, uh, Buddhist traditions, Taoist traditions. Just she's a mother energy that welcomes in compassion, love, kindness. And I just welcome you just to allow it to wash over you, not really intellectualize it, and be with yourself. Uh, That meditative repose really is helpful, especially in the summer, as I mentioned, to complement the yang energy that's very present around us um, and can help uh, invite that yang energy to be in balance versus too much forward motion, creating some repose, helps us understand where we are to take action so we don't misappropriate our energetic field. So without further ado, let's take a nice deep breath in and then exhale out. Again, inhale and exhale. Again, inhale and exhale.
woman of the wisdom tree, goddess of humanity, singing of the unity we long for, mother of eternity. And gentle, wild and free, simple in her majesty, dancing in the unity we long for. just gently welcoming you back to here, uh, bringing awareness. If your eyes were closed, just bring your gaze to the floor and then just bring awareness to that physical heart again. If it's not there right now, and take a nice gentle breath in and out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one. Inhale. And exhale. Beautiful. And that segment was by uh, Chloe Goodchild. And the song is entitled Om Tara from her album Fierce Wisdom. So the heart and foods, so simple ways to have fun in the summer is just to remember two things, the color green and the color red. <laughs> if you can get in those reds and those greens in, the red uh, helps with the physical heart. So nature also gives us these great indicators. What are there more of? Tomatoes in the summer months. Get those tomatoes in. If you can't eat them all, um, cook them down, make sauces if you have one, your own garden. Um, in addition, uh, greens are beneficial to the heart center. And on the spectrum of light, the green hits the heart. So the red in Chinese medicine is hitting the actual physical blood and also the things that naturally are 
uh, helping our hearts. So that's red wine, that's grapes, red grapes, that's uh, red uh, foods, peppers, tomatoes, and then greens, uh, that spectrum of light. And the primary color on our planet is green, so that's a big indicator that Mother Nature intended us to eat uh, those herbs and those plants. So if you can bring as many of those plants in, during this time of year, that's really going to nourish the system, bring it back into balance, both not only the water, but the physical nutrients that you're getting in uh, from your diet. And if you can leave, if you have really good soil that you're growing from or your farmer that you know, uh, leave some of that dirt on there. That's good for your system. We actually get depleted on our minerals. Uh, you don't have to really make it uh, hard to chew, but some of that is good. We don't, we don't get that in our system as much as we should. A lot of that's because the soil is depleted. Also in this time of year, uh, if you can note that you're looking for sour flavor, flavors in regard to Chinese medicine, in Ayurveda, they're welcoming also in uh, for you to connect with uh, the bitter and sweet and astringent. I'm sorry, in Chinese medicine, it's actually uh, bitter this time of year. And so the, those flavors, ideally in every meal, you're addressing all flavors. But in this time of year, if you can increase that, that'll help balance that fire element, uh, the heat in the system, and help support that vascular system. So too hot, too cold, not good. You want to be right there in the middle. Uh, again, the same with your emotions, right there in the middle, the best you can, so that you can respond appropriately in every moment and be as present as possible in every moment. Other things you want to look for in, at the market uh, are mushrooms, uh, berries, and jujubes are another thing that helps the the physical heart calm. Dill and basil, which are great on fish. Fish is another if you do animal products or fish. Uh, dill is great on freshwater fish. Chamomile, uh, catnip, uh, valerian, those are all things that are calming and assist. So we have this heart-mind relationship. And during the, the summer months, uh, working on that meditative repose is helpful just as much as it is in winter. Ideally, doing this... Uh, both times a year or all times a year is important, but these are way, these are times of year that we can actually deepen our practice, deepen our our spiritual connection to ourself and the environment around us. And you know the what's available in the food crop, you know, plant kingdoms gives us access to some of this wisdom that we sometimes overlook. That actually we're ingesting uh, this energetic living field that can give us a lot of information you know uh, uh, way back when when Chinese alchemists and Indian rishis were exploring these medicines and tracking them and drawing pictures and eating them and, and figuring out about them they weren't looking it up on Google they were actually harmonizing with it sitting with it being with it listening to the plant and that's what I really encourage you with your food is just to really take time to learn to listen for you, what you need. Uh, trends, uh, things that are out in pop culture and available uh, consumerism is, is really pushing a product oftentimes and what's good for one is not necessarily good for another. So that's why I encourage the, the listening. 
So uh, what I'd like to leave you with today is as you transition summer, spring to summer, is just to bring some awareness, that call to action, what's shifting in the market, what's available, go to a farmer's market, check that out. If you don't have one nearby, see if you have a co-op that will deliver fresh food to you and uh, see where you can shift as far as bringing more of that red into the diet uh, and see how that feels. And that also includes red meat if you're a meat eater, but again, minimizing. Uh, we're not intended to eat necessarily large quantities. The digestive tract can handle it a lot better if you bring it in smaller quantities. And again, as mentioned, if you have a fresh salad, you could always put that meat and warm cooked foods in first and then the salad on top to help push it through the systems. In Europe, they do this. They bring the salad last for digestive measures. Here in the States, we're accustomed to that salad coming first or if it's your hot entire meal, uh, see if you can get a little bit of cooked food with it uh, to help so it, again, doesn't disrupt the system. And finally, closing out, um, one things that the things that can help balance your heart and nervous system during this season and to like maybe bring a little less into the season if you abide in them are coffee, alcohol, tobacco, refined salt, sugar, um, anything that's served to you in aluminum, pesticides, marijuana, and other inter, inter intoxicants. Excuse me. All of these uh, interfere with your absorption of calcium. And they're equally damaging in excess, uh, so not only to the physical heart, but the entire system. So if you think about it, just look at your, your lifestyle, see how much of these things you consume, and see if you can bring it into uh, moderation or bring it back to allow your body to recover during this time of year, especially if you are habitually consuming some of these things and you might want to evaluate you know what that means for you so we're going to sign out with a little uh statement from the inner classic and um, this is in relationship to summer season and into chinese medicine so the supernatural forces of summer create heat in the heavens and fire on earth they create the heart and the pulse within the body, the red color, the tongue, and the ability to express laughter. They create the bitter flavor and the emotions of happiness and joy. So until next time, this is she signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. Ah.